You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? We are back with another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. This week, I'm coming to y'all talking about the power in breaking the rules. Rules are defined as a set of explicit or understood regulations or principles governing conduct with a particular activity or sphere. So, rules can be protective, conductive, or restrictive. What decides that is the activity or sphere that they are being carried out in. So, rules to be clear, can be a good thing for sure, 100%. Y'all know that. What I want to talk about is how rules can get us in trouble. So where we can get kind of tripped up by rules is by making inexplicit things govern our conduct, by making things that aren't really rooted in anything be the rules that we allow to govern our entire lives, our every activity. And that is a dangerous place to be. And it just really strips you of any real power that you'll have because all the power that you're exercising is off a fake idea. So, of course, as always, going into the power punch of the week and then we're going to get straight into it. You ever play Uno with someone who made up their own rules? They make decisions all on their own, assessing each move as a positive. They can skip and be skipped, know how to wait their turn, viewing each card in their hand with purpose, each draw as a setup for the win, stacking moments with no consequence, even though wild bits hold significance, taking each opportunity to progress until they're singled out. Most times, the rule breakers, we seek them out. We make fun of their clothes, over-inspect the shape of their nose, and no matter how successful our path goes, we just can't resist pointing out how foolish they are, how different from us they must feel, all the while secretly wishing their dreams are deferred as a twisted way to affirm that our suffering is worth it. Most times when playing Uno with people, we always immediately start off with clarifying the rules. Do we put stack draw fours on top of each other if i skip you can you skip put a skip down and then you skip in the person that was after you like all of these things we're trying to figure out we playing triples doubles like all of this stuff and then uno themselves as a company there are so many different versions now and you can have the old school version and that's your favorite way that you always want to do things with your family or you have the new ways to like shake things up and you could switch decks with people um and all of this stuff so i think that most of the time we always start things off with what are the rules if I get a new job, what are the rules? If I have a new friend, what are the rules? Like, how am I going to move forward in this arena? What are the parameters that are set up that I shouldn't cross? And while in some cases those are good, like getting in a car, good to know what the rules are so you don't hurt yourself or other people. But when it comes to dyeing your hair, painting the wall in your room, 
anything, there are times where we making up rules and parameters for no reason. And breaking them is uh is it's just is literally beautiful. And it's beautiful because you're able to unlock a side of your creativity, a new way to inspire somebody, a new way to be inspired because your brain is literally open. It's unlocked. There's not these extra nooks and crannies that people have to duck and dive and crawl into to connect with you. And therefore, you can. it's easier for you to connect with other people because your mind is starting off at this unlocked state. The problem, which I'm talking about, um, obviously in the episode, but specifically in this poem, and when I get to the end and we talk about the rule breakers, we seek them out. We make fun of their clothes, over-inspect the shape of their nose, and no matter how successful our path goes, we just can't resist. Most of the time, if there's someone... I remember when I first moved to New York, there was this girl on a train, and her hair was pink. I've seen pink hair before. She ain't the first girl to ever do it, but... Just being in close proximity with me and like seeing the rest of her outfit, her bag, the way she did her eyebrows, her nails, the ring she had on, like everything. I'm literally taking in her as a being. And I was kind of seeking her out. It's like, okay, you're a rule breaker off bat when I looked at your hair. Now I'm trying to see how far does it go. I'm seeking her out. And then in my head, I was like, this girl, I don't know what she got going on. Like I literally was like tearing her down I don't know her I don't know where she works she could have been I don't know like doing a shoot for some goth magazine and getting pay and meanwhile I gotta go to work every day and I'm like couldn't even be making nowhere near the money that she making and not even that I don't have to qualify her in the way I just did just now just her being as rule breaker as it could be to me for how she was presenting herself that's a okay it's okay and at the very end of the prose for the week, I say, all the while secretly wishing that their dreams are deferred as a twisted way to affirm that our suffering is worth it. There are so many times when we don't admit it, but we are haters. We're a big time, 100%, no doubt about it, hating on somebody. And it's not necessarily because I don't like pink hair or I secretly want pink hair and since she did it first I'm mad it's not that but it's just seeing somebody go outside of a societal norm outside of a standard that seems to have been set to stand up and say no I'm not going to conform to said thing it's intriguing to us and it's intriguing not necessarily by the action that the person that we're taking in has done and we're envious that we want to do that same exact thing. But being a rule breaker in general is something that I think a lot of us want approval to do when that's not. Rule breakers don't seek approval. They move. They just go and they don't ask for forgiveness after they move. It's just this is what it is. This is my reality. These are the parameters that I'm going to outline for myself. And it's beautiful to see. And I think that's why we end up gawking at people because it's like, wow, like, look at you living your life. Like, that's dope. It's like, yeah, you too can live your life. You too can look as dope as you want to be in whatever facet of looking dope being dope, emulating dopeness at work and your personal life, whatever that looks like for you, all of us can attain it. Most of the time, the problem is 
we we make ourselves suffer because we don't want to break rules. And then when other people do it, we're like shook by it. And there's really no reason to be. It's not somebody holding a gun to our head saying you can't do X thing or you can't achieve um, this certain level of individuality. It's us. Most of the time, 100% of the time, it's us. And we have to figure out how we can amend that for ourselves. Because if we don't, we'll never... We'll never be able to reach our full 100% potential. And it's not because the world is telling us that we can't do it. There are rules in place. Um, Certain ones are up just to be up. Other ones, there are real ramifications if we break them. But most of the time, there are moments that we aren't taking into account or aren't, aren't collecting for ourselves, that we aren't enjoying And it's of no consequence. You could just do it. You could just be. So kind of want to just, this poem obviously is about somebody um, who was playing Uno and they made up their own rules and it looks good on them. And most of the time when people make up their own rules in Uno, if they can argue it enough, they'll win. They will win. If you're like, uh-uh, you can't put this down. It's like, no, so-and-so put this down and then they put this down and we didn't establish this rule or this rule doesn't make sense because sometimes the rule was set. But after they play things through and they can explain to the crew why their move was the move that they made, it's a positive. Sometimes I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like, let her have it. Like, we lost, y'all. That's just what it is. And so... Taking that and applying it to our lives is what this episode is about. How can you make up your own rules in this game of life uno? Being singled out, saying uno, like that's good. And too many times we let other people and other situations or rules make us feel like that's not okay. When breaking the rules, sometimes you will win that way. I ain't talking about unlawful stuff or going to jail and nothing like that. So um, be mindful. But there are some things that we literally just make up that we can break. Okay, so rules are explicit or understood. And to break them, we have to look at what we think is blatantly clear and how we understand those things. A lot of things that we believe to be 100% true, foul-proof, and clear are actually only like 14% true, halfway clear, and are not foul-proof at all. So really want to dive into where our rule ideas come from. And that's key because rules are the nucleus to comprehending how to govern a sphere. So if you want to be sure that your sphere is under the right governance, you have to look at the governing principles of your atmosphere. Examples of the wrong governance could be, for example, believing certain physical attributes for certain people are for those people and letting that determine how you present yourself. So I've talked about this in my opening, like meet the creator for power and pros video. And in the episode, um, in our previous episode, I was talking about how I was terrified to cut my hair because that was for a certain type 
of girl. That is a made-up rule. There are so many people walking around with so many different looks, so many different vibes, and some people change their vibe and their look day to day, like literally. And I created this rule that I couldn't do that for myself. And it had no, it was built off of nothing. But I took that as an explicit regulation that I had to follow. And I let that determine how I presented myself day in and day out. I could only look a certain way. And it was off of this rule that I made up. And I believed that rule wholeheartedly that I wouldn't break it. But when I really got to the root of what it was from, it was off insecurity. It was off of something that was made up. And I could break that at any time same thing with um I mentioned the rings that I wear every day I used to say that only certain girls wear rings so if you think about even like um the show girlfriends that used to be on UPN loved it if you think about Lynn Lynn is more eccentric she had rings on she had like that tattoo on her arm that was literally nothing which is like a line on her arm and I was like yep that's Lynn I could fit her didn't think nothing was weird about it because to me this certain type of woman that she was that was on brand for what she had going on where if Maya would have did that or Joan for example I'm like yeah I don't know like you know it's just like that's how I was looking at myself is that I'm not the Lynn character in this thing called life so therefore anything that falls under her sphere of governance I can't do it that is so dangerous and the wrong governance to be under and it's just it's just made up it's all rules that are fake another way that we can tend to do this is by tying certain regulations to certain places or people I hate to say this y'all and it's low-key embarrassing but it's my truth and I'm setting myself free right now I okay so I would say in high school I did not watch basketball until like junior year gearing up to junior year I never played till junior year and that was just my reality I didn't really care about it track was my sport and that's what I cared about but when I was with this boy he loved basketball he watched basketball xyz whatever whatever and after a while part of our spending time together would be us watching basketball together I started to like it I had a favorite team I'd be yelling at the tv like all of these things and in the very very beginning it was something that he did and I was just on the couch like on my phone or whatever wasn't really involved and didn't care after a certain point I did care I would watch basketball when we weren't together and I have teams that he didn't they weren't his favorite team his favorite player that I'm rooting for so this is now a thing that I've adapted to my life my thought process and how I go about the world when him and I stopped talking I haven't watched basketball since it's been a little minute like I saw the clips on Twitter and Instagram I have not watched a full game of basketball since me and him stopped talking and that's crazy it's crazy I've tied a certain regulation to this certain person or places that I would be environments I would be in with that person and I have taken something that I enjoy something that I um and proud of and now I'm like I can't do those things I've created an explicit rule or understanding around something and have let that govern my conduct with the entire sport 
craziness. That is crazy. I will say I made an error. I went to a Knicks game last year with some friends, actually, and that was so much fun. And it wasn't even on TV. I was, like, actually at the game here in New York. So that was cool. Um, So I guess I, I did break that rule. So I guess that's a great, good example. But beforehand of, like, how I was letting that govern my life. And at first, I didn't notice it. And then it's not like basketball's on every day. So it wasn't like I'm like actively avoiding any game because it reminded me of Hammer XYZ. But when I got to sit back and really realize it, I was like, I don't know what teams people play on no more and like what team is good nowadays, who's bad, like what's going on. Like I had no idea. And it made me sad because it was just like uh, I realized that I was being so strict about something or just adhering, maybe not super strict because I wasn't avoiding it, but just adhering to something that I didn't have to adhere to. And it had negative effects on me by me not being able to engage in certain conversations with people about the sport because I made up this rule that I couldn't watch it. Or maybe I did steal it from him. Maybe that was just something. Maybe I don't like basketball, but that was just something I liked because he liked it when if it's two years later and I'm still talking about it, I think I actually care about basketball. So hit me up. I want to talk about the sport, y'all. And just so y'all know, Russell Westbrook is my favorite player. Um, another example that I want to go into is creating false regulations on the appropriate, quote unquote, appropriate moments to be vulnerable. Those rules are, they're ingrained in our culture. There are so many made up days, ways, and places that we can be vulnerable people, that we can be our most authentic selves with people, that we can really say what's going on in our minds, how we feel, why we feel them, and we just run with it. It governs how we act, when we act, who we act with, how we speak to ourselves, and it's all off of nothing it's built literally off nothing and the failure to be vulnerable is most times where people choke up and they feel like nobody understands them or they don't know what their purpose is or they just feel lost and like nobody cares or they find it hard to care about people to care about themselves you can't wake up in the morning or whatever and it's because you're suppressing something and the suppression ain't really because you want to but you're trying to make sure that you govern yourself under this fake rule that was made up. That you only can talk to people if they tell you something first. Or you can't tell your little sister about your bout that you had with depression now that she's going through depression. And that could actually free her and help her. But you can't talk to her about it because you're the big, stronger sister. And the family depends on you. And you can't have any cracks in your story because that'll mess up your personal brand or whatever. It's like we make up so many things off nothing. And that's how we start to feel stripped of our voice, stripped of our purpose, who are really meant to be. That's when we feel invisible and not seen, but you're not really seeing yourself. And it's all off a rule that you made up and you're following it to a T and nobody's really holding your hand saying that you have to do that. And that's the worst. It's, it's really, really the worst. And we also do that with what people think 
about us, if they knew this certain thing, they would treat us a certain way. That's also a rule because we're going off of societal notions of how people should treat people if they've gone through a certain thing or if they dress a certain way or whatever the case is. And we let society's notion of what that should be determine on if we unveil anything or not, which is also crazy. We're trying to anticipate how people are going to react based off rules that society told us that we have to adhere to. And then that helps us create fake rules for ourselves that we make ourselves. It's like fakeness after fakeness, rule after rule. That's not true. And it's really, really, really insane and sad. And I'm a victim of it. Um, And that's why I'm talking about it because that's what I think this year so far has been for me and what 2020 is going to continue to be. That's what 24 was for me. And now that I'm 25, that's what I think, um, this year of my life is continuing to be is recognizing rules that I build up and breaking them. Those are all examples of harmful governance because they're built off fake regulations. And sometimes we create rules and follow rules for rules sake and don't spend enough time thinking about why they're rules in the first place. Like who said that you have to do this thing or who said that you have to be this certain type of way. And if it was you, why? Why did you say it? Who does it benefit? And understanding and outlining your governing regulations is important because the community it affects is you. You're the president of the United States of you. And knowing that, are you satisfied with the president you've become? Like, would you vote for you again? at the rate that you're going right now. And that's something to really think about. There are times where I've really, really, really felt suffocated by the governance over my life. And I had to realize I put the rule in place. I'm the one. I'm the one sitting in the Oval Office of my life and what I have going on. And if I don't like something, I'm the one that can veto the bill. I can write it off and be like, oh, Change your plans. I want to do this no more. I can do it like that today, right now. But the the rules that we make up are so deep in our minds sometimes that we tell ourselves that we can't. Well, I've been doing this for so long that changing up now, I would seem fake or whatever that is, which isn't true either. Um, so taking those times to step back and realize what are those governing principles what do you have that you're like a hundred percent this is what it is for me and seeing is it true is that what it is it's because sometimes rules that we have are straight up they're supposed to be there they're up for a reason and they just suck that's what it is if you want more money you gotta know how to handle money that sucks i wish i could just buy a jet right now and never catch the train again but that's just literally not how it works so in me knowing that I have to adhere to my money under a certain governance for me to get where I want to go. So I do have to create rules. Like I can only go out to eat on certain days or I need to only um, spend so much and make sure I put so much in my savings and put so much on my credit cards and blah, 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 blah. So it's the same thing with the decisions that I make. I want to make sure that if they're sound, that I actually adhere to them, that I make me feel better, I feel like I'm progressing, I'll be able to get where I want to go, and I'll feel the benefit of following the rule. But if there's no benefit to it for you, for people around you, it might be a rule that you have made up, 
and you need to break it. It's not benefiting you. It's not benefiting the people around you. And it's doing more harm than good because it's reiterating false narratives that have been fed to us by society. False narratives that we've learned from growing up. And false narratives that we tell ourselves just by trial and error of learning things in this life. And you want to take a deep dive into that. Categorize those things. Figure out where they come from. And see if they have any legs to stand on. Also, in trying to foster a community where we can empower other black women, I think it's important to dissect and analyze truly why we judge other people for the reasons that we judge them. There are plenty of times where I've looked at somebody sideways or crazy off of the way they express themselves, off of how they believe in a certain thing as passionately or dispassionately as I do, which is wrong. I think in trying to foster a space where we can feel loud and proud for how we want to express ourselves and chatting with people just about things that we enjoy, things that we like, changing our hair up, um, applying for certain jobs, even all of these things, it starts with a belief. And that belief has to come from an internal place, but that belief can begin to grow and expand and empower internally and externally to other people off of how people respond. So at the end of the day, every time that you're giving feedback to somebody, whether it's a friend, a comment, thumbs down in a YouTube video, anything, you are either providing empowerment to somebody standing up in power and breaking the rules that have been placed over their life, or you're helping perpetuate those ideas. And that can also stifle you. Do you know how much negative energy that can be bottled up and always commenting negatively on how somebody else does something? This could be, again, YouTube video, your cousin, it always seems like they don't have it going on, whatever the case is. By constantly putting those thoughts out there, constantly analyzing how somebody else chooses to live their life, it stays with you. It's a, It has an impact on you, too, which I think we don't harbor on long enough we're just keeping it real we're letting them know how we feel and while this show is about speaking out only your truth standing up in your voice not being silenced etc etc it's super super important to be cognizant of the fact that everybody is on a journey everybody's figuring out what works for them what spaces are the best for them to show up in What are ones where they have to work a little bit harder on? And in that discovery and unraveling, each of us plays a part in the other person's story. And the more that we can recognize that and be empathetic to where people are, even if we don't understand fully, but just understanding like they're on a journey right now. And what they just said as part of their journey don't make sense to me. (laughs) And that's okay. But finding new ways to give constructive criticism to somebody or maybe there is not a space for your criticism and that's just where you are on your journey and learning how you can have an opinion on something and find power in not speaking on it and still feeling secure within yourself and what you have going on not needing to feel the need to co-sign or adjust what somebody else has going on as a way to gain your power and that's something we don't think about at all especially in the 
age of social that we're in and constantly commenting, people do ask for feedback, in my opinion, a bit too much, me included. So it's, it's everybody kind of feeding into the negative parts of the rules that we have in our society. And I think it's going to take everybody to break them and working together, giving positive feedback. There are sometimes with my friends, if you ask me, if we're in a store, you holding up two dresses, which one should you get? I'm like, well, which one did you feel good in when you tried them on? And after you ask so many questions, you can have people break the rules that they have for themselves for themselves versus letting them know what your rule is. Well, I always think stripes work best. And now she got to get the dress with the stripes when she low key was feeling a dress that was solid, you know? So it's just once you throw out your rule at somebody and you're so quick to make that as part of your feedback and this diehard guidance point that you have for how you govern yourself, it's so much harder to say that you empower people to make their own decisions, that you're there for somebody no matter what they decide. Or if they slip up, they won't feel as confident in calling you and leaning on you and wanting advice and seeing what they should do in a moment where they feel alone and need guidance because you have made your rules blatant and clear and you can't break them, you're not open-minded. And that can be hurtful when you're trying to navigate life with other people and do things with them. And what you say and how you respond to certain situations don't align. And that can be hurtful for everybody involved. So want us to also challenge while we're looking at the internal rules that we have for ourselves and knocking down those systems. Want to make sure that in the process of that, because it is a process and it will take a second, that we also take a moment to step back and realize when we're not in a position to be able to accurately provide our thoughts on what somebody else has going on and not include the rules that we have for ourselves. Because it can really be a hurtful place when we take our rules that aren't necessarily right, they're not grounded in anything, and tell other people that they are, and project your standards onto other people. There are certain places like dating or when you're doing business with somebody where you're gonna need some rules, you're gonna need some guidance um, points to anchor yourself in, but things like picking out a dress, doing a shirt and top combo, oh, shirt and top, um, shirt and shoes combo, it, the rules don't mean anything. If somebody wants to mix and match something, if they want to wear purple hair and you would never wear purple hair, it's okay, girl, go for it. And I can't wait to double tap your, your photo on Instagram when you post it, like, you know? So just really take stock of that and know when there can be power for you and for other people in your silence as you're figuring out what rules really have legs to stand on and what rules are based in nothing and you kind of need to take a look at how you can dismantle those. So with that said, the power tool for the week is to exercise your right to vote. While the actual government has many more layers to how our vote is applied and all that good stuff, your vote over your personal matters are much more clear-cut. Every day, each moment, we're blessed with a choice. And if we fall into the trap of saying, well, like, for example, um, I missed the gym this week and it's Thursday, so I might as well just start fresh on Monday. That's a fake rule that you just voted for. You could start 
that day or on Friday or Saturday or Sunday is is we have a chance and a choice every day and it's a blessing to have that there are some people that have to adhere to things and they don't have the freedom of choice that we have they are faced with much more dire repercussions if they do certain things and for a lot of us that's not our reality for a lot of things and understanding that you can exercise your right to vote for the outcomes that you desire over your life. And when you look deeply at the vote in front of you, you can look at what the rule is. What's his purpose? Does it serve you? Who will be affected by it? If damage is done, how much does it cost to fix it? Is the rule from one of your founding days? If so, does it still hold purpose today? And you just take the process seriously. How does it shift the things around you if you vote yes? And how will it shift the things around you if you vote no? And if you don't have to vote right now, maybe taking a step back and recognizing that is helpful as well. Sometimes we make rules and we just think, I need an answer to this right now. I need to solve this problem in this very moment. So I'm just going to go with whatever the first thing comes to my mind is. And that's what it's going to be. And I don't care who like it or who don't like it because this is what I said it's going to be. And that's just how it is. And that mindset ends up hurting you the most in the long run because you're not reinforcing positive decision-making skills. You can't articulate why you decided to go with one route over another route. And you're just falling into this trap and cycle of doing stuff just to do it with no real insight behind it. So exercise your right to vote. You're the president of the United States of you but you still get a vote you still get a vote each moment and if you voted one way one time you can change your vote if the same bill is back up for its second time or whatever the thing is you can change your vote if you do one thing one way you don't have to do it the same way each time You can take a different route. You can decide you're going to switch it up and see where that gets you. So recognize the rules that you have in place, if they should remain in place. And remember that you have a vote. And you can take in information. You can Google things. You can talk to friends. You can rely on your past experiences. But at the end of the day, you have a vote for how you want to conduct yourself, how you want things to actualize in your life and you don't have to be passive in that and let other people tell you how to be where to go how to live what you should be doing what you should accept what you shouldn't accept you have a vote each and every time so when you take that process seriously enough watch how it begins to shift your world it'll really really begin to make you proud one to have the seat that you have to be the president over your life and you'll be a better president you'll put better governing principles in place for yourself um, because you're not being passive in the fact that you have a choice and you're not just putting rules into place off of nothing there'll be sound decisions made in your life and because of that you'll have sound results so be sure to hit me via email at powerandprose at gmail.com or on social media, basically on Instagram <laughs> at Power and Pros Podcast and let me know what rules are you realizing that 
you being the lead and govern your sphere that you actually need to break? Did you relate with any of the rules I need to break? Um, and I have a few more actually um, that I probably need to dive into myself. So we just would love to hear from you guys if there are any rules that you're realizing like, hmm, this is fake or maybe this is real and it's just hard for you to keep it going. Um, and you kind of want to dive into that. So looking forward to hearing from you guys. As always, have an amazing week. And remember, there's power in prose.